podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hear that? That's the sound of the 2023 Chevy Silverado's 2.7 liter high output turbo engine, delivering 430 pounds per foot of torque with no compromise durability. Impressive power. Whether you're helping friends move or just moving some friends. Thanks. This is the sound of a family with plenty of rear seat room to enjoy the ride. And most importantly, this is the sound of you heading to your local Chevy dealer today for a test drive. Find your Silverado and find new roads. Chevrolet. Hello there, guys. What is going on? Daniel Childs back here again for another edition of Let's Talk Chelsea, a transfer heavy one on this Sunday evening to wrap up the weekend. Hope you've had a really good weekend. It's been a beautiful weekend here in the UK. Personally, was able to get away from the noise. I was watching the FA Cup final, kind of half watching it. It was just a really nice weekend and the weather in the UK has finally turned to summer. So I hope if you are in the UK, you did enjoy it and, and lap it up because we don't get many of these weekends. So you have to enjoy them when they do arrive. But Quite a few things to speak about today. A potential incoming, a potential massive outgoing. Manuel Ugarte, Kai Havertz. We're going to speak a little bit about Ian Matson, his future in this summer transfer window. If you are new around here, want to see the latest Chelsea content, keep up to date with everything as we head into what is likely to be a very, very busy summer covering Chelsea. Make sure you turn those notifications on, hit that like button too if you're enjoying the content, it does help the channel out. We're going to start off with Manuel Ugarte, a player that we haven't been speaking about in recent weeks. Chelsea and PSG, the race was on for his signature. Kind of felt like last week it was going in a different direction with Ugarte being offered a bit more in wages by PSG and maybe that was going to be a defining factor. They've gone pretty strong in Portugal record Portugal and some of the big newspapers over there over the past 24 hours claiming that effectively it's a done deal and Ugarte will be a Chelsea player even uh, at record Portugal uh, basically reporting that he's going to arrive in London next week for medical test everything indicates that a Chelsea contract will be a minimum of six seasons he will return to Portugal to take care of everything for the move to England so they've gone very very strong that Chelsea have won this race Ben Jacobs, who I do trust a, a little bit more in terms of just knowing his reporting around Chelsea, particularly last year, says that Chelsea are in advanced talks to sign Ugarte, whose preference is to join Chelsea over PSG. There is optimism a deal can be completed. Apparently, Chelsea also in the race for Moises Casado. Should Ugarte arrive, that won't change. So, you know, kind of back and forth a little bit in terms of how close it is to being done, but serious business from Chelsea like they, they are moving quickly for a target who I think ticks a lot of boxes for Mauricio Pochettino in terms of that kind of dynamic midfielder who hopefully is going to eat up a lot of ground he needs that, that energy and those legs in central midfield and also you know it, it, it kind of feels typical that Chelsea just particularly under this ownership aren't just going to sort of um, sit back and, and stop there they also want to go in for Moises Casado who I think is a very good player by the way and you know, as I keep on saying, if you're giving up on Declan Rice and you have to find other alternatives this summer, then I think Moises Casado as a Premier League option is a very, very strong one. Um, and I don't think Chelsea should be put off because the Cucurea deal didn't work out. I think Casado has proven to be a very, very good midfielder. And I think Ugarte too. We are going to have some uh, Portuguese football experts, particularly those of, of a sport in Lisbon nature, because we did do that when Enzo Fernandes signed. 
uh, to kind of speak about the player, his pros, his cons, to, to kind of get more of an in-depth look at him over the next week. Um, because again, I'll, I'll say this, I'll put my hands up and I always say this, right? Unless it's a player I know and I've watched for years, um, I'm not going to claim to be an expert. All I can say is based on what I've read, based on what people who do watch him on a regular basis say about him, say that he is a very talented player and he is someone, again, matches up with who Pochettino as a coach is. And also, I think more importantly for the long term, what Chelsea have not had in central midfield it is apparently going to be around 60 million. But as we'll get to with the next story, I, I think that we just have to accept that the market is fundamentally broken. And I think at this point, me sitting here and going, I, I think I'm going to say this right now uh, at the start of this window. And I probably should learn. I should have learned to have done this years ago. Fees, I'm not going to sit here for hours and hours and end and tell you that a fee is ridiculous because we've reached, we, we've gone past that stage a long time ago. So I think from now on, a player is going to cost what a player is going to cost. It's more about does he logically fit in with what we're trying to do? Is he good enough based on his attributes? Because sure, we can all sit here for hours and hours and end. And, and, and I'm sure like in the banter era, we talk about price prices all the time but you know is a player actually good enough is he actually going to be impactful on the pitch more times than not for Chelsea that that is something that I think at the end of the day in what is turning out to be a crazier and crazier market that is what we should be caring about more uh in truth I listen I, I at times I do think that th there should be more value in the market but that's just the way things are so you guys we'll see how this develops and hopefully in a positive way over the next week for Chelsea Kai Havertz so this kind of links into Karim Benzema leaving Real Madrid. Bit of a shock. You know, this is a guy who has arguably had two of his best seasons of his career in the previous two years and uh, played a massive role in their Champions League win, as Chelsea know very well last year. But now apparently Chelsea, or sorry, Real Madrid have submitted a mega offer to Chelsea for Kai Havertz. This is via a German, big German publication, tabloid publication, Build. The 23-year-old has been touted as a possible replacement for the outgoing Benzema. Fabrizio Romano reporting that Real Madrid want Kai Havertz. He's a top target for Carlo Ancelotti, but there's still no direct contact between the clubs. Chelsea are open to selling Havertz, but they want important money. Talks are expected to take place soon. I feel that it's, again, it's an indictment on the, the market that, Kai Havertz, I think, has, for the majority of his Chelsea career, not been amazing. And particularly this season, even though he did match Raheem Sterling for a number of goals, you've got to put that in the context that Chelsea don't score a lot of goals. So that's not a very impressive... When you're talking about Chelsea's top goal scorer, you're still talking about someone who is nowhere near 20 goals a season. So you've got to put that into context, right? But after that, and, and based on performances that haven't been brilliant, haven't been consistent, that haven't put Kai Havertz out there as one of the outstanding attackers... It's funny, last last night there was reports around, you know, Eden Hazard basically being paid off to, to leave Real Madrid. Think back to 2019 when he left Chelsea for Real Madrid. That was our best player, undeniably. Kai Havertz leaving to go to Real Madrid feels like a bit of a promotion in the current game. But I don't think it's based off great form. And it, again, it just shows you how the market works. And I, I just think that based on reputation and based on good agents based on good business based on putting in a good word I mean I think that Kai Havertz is very lucky that to leave Chelsea he'll be going to Real Madrid I think we always expected that if he was to leave it was more likely going back to Germany and probably to Bayern Munich which again very nice level but I don't think his performances have merited you know this kind of esteem but I, I think if Chelsea do sell Kai Havertz for anything more than 50 million 
I think that's very good profit. Again, I'm kind of being a hypocrite because we, we were just talking about transfer fees and stuff like that. But I think, yeah, if, if Chelsea are serious about getting money, I just, in terms of what I deem and look at with Kai Havertz over a number of years, I don't think he's been an exceptional player for Chelsea. I think there is the reality that um, maybe at times at a more settled club, and we can have this analysis for a bunch of players over recent years, with a more settled club, with a system that maybe worked for him a bit more, could he have worked out better at Chelsea? He did score one of our most important goals. That is never going to be forgotten. And I don't want people to think that I forget that and I dismiss that and I write that. That is a Champions League winning goal, one of the greatest nights in this club's history. And from the moment he scored that goal, it was kind of like, well, what else can you do in your Chelsea career? And actually, you know, you can't do much wrong in your Chelsea career because you've scored this iconic goal. You know, one of the goals that will be replayed over and over and over again as one of the many important goals in this club's history. For, for any player to have that in their career, into, into in their locker, is going to be massive, you know, for Kai Havertz. And I think there will always be a segment of Chelsea fans, some who I know very personally, who will always love Kai Havertz for that and, and you know, will will stick by him. And I, I completely understand that, right? But I, I just feel that for Kai Havertz, it, it comes down to a conversation again around value and, and also around certainty. You know, are we going to have this same conversation around Kai Havertz again for another season where we're not quite sure what his best position is? You could argue in a 4-2-3-1 system, especially with potentially, you know, Mason Mount leaving and Joao Felix leaving. That opens up the door for Kai to play in what many deem his best position. But I just don't think overall his performances have been emphatic enough. So I think like this would be a good move. And again, if you can get good money for it from an FFP point of view, you know, the money is it does make a difference, you know, obviously for Chelsea in this in this sense. I think it's a good deal and I think it works out for both parties and maybe Kai goes to a different environment, a better environment, and um, he's able to, to thrive. But I think it makes obvious sense we sell Kai Havertz this summer if there is serious offer, offers there from the likes of Real Madrid. Chelsea apparently have set an Ian Matson transfer price as Burnley seek permanent summer deal. This is from Nazar Kinsella. Burnley are keen to retain his services, preferably on a permanent transfer, though will be reluctant to meet Chelsea's considerable asking price. Matson has just one year remaining on his current contract at Stamford Bridge, but could yet sign an extension before joining Burnley on loan again next term. Ian Matson has had a really, really good year at Burnley. But it isn't just this year. You look back at his loans with Charlton. I think he had a very good impact there and also at Coventry. And this is a guy who's, who's gone through kind of that route that we've seen a lot of academy graduates go through where they, particularly in the championship, they, they really get good minutes there. And I think there is great frustration and I sympathise with it in terms of Marco Correa not performing at any level consistently for Chelsea this year, are spending so much on him and him not living up to the standards that you'd want from that player. Uh, for effectively a backup left wing back, if we think about left back, Ian Matson has had a really, really good year at Burnley and, and looks consistent, looks like he's got high potential. And when you've appointed a, a coach like Mauricio Pochettino, who is going to rely so heavily on having that mobility and that energy to go up and down those wings on a consistent basis. So to see him be sold for not a good fee this summer, I understand it's another one of these cases where you feel like a Chelsea transfer flop is going to, you know, a, a Cobham grad is going to have to sort of pay for that in a sense that he isn't going to get the breakthrough or or the opportunity that maybe he deserves when maybe he should have. And um, listen, it, it's very tough for Chelsea to let Marco Correa go on a permanent who is going to pay anywhere close to what Chelsea paid to recoup that original fee. Uh, a potential loan, maybe. Uh, are you going to keep him? Again, you don't want too many uh, fringe players 
you know, even if you keep him and maybe Pochettino thinks to himself, he's going to be a bit of an outcast. You can't have too many of those in a season when Chelsea are going to have a limited number numbers of game. I think a lot of us uh, fan perspective will go, who cares? But as we know, and as we have seen in recent years, it can cause problems. And I think that's just, unfortunately, the harsh reality of modern football. So getting those characters out, either on loan or permanently, is the way you have to do it to stop um, kind of um, any barriers for Pochettino sort of forming a unified group next season. I do think based on performances and based on who I think would, would suit Pochettino better, I think Ian Matson is a better shout. But realistically, you could very much see a scenario where Ivory signs a contract extension, goes out on loan again, or Chelsea sell him permanently. And that's that's a bit of a shame. But that's it for today's new show. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to watch or listen to it. You can follow me on Twitter at Son of Chelsea and I'll see you again very soon. All the best. Sports Social Podcast Network.